and welcome to episode 43 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And uh, some say he's the Professor Sprout of the uh, podcast. Okay. His garden is filled with the sound of screams. It's producer <laughs> Joe Power. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> How are you, Joe? I'm all right, mate. Uh, speaking of my garden, I went to the shed the other day and uh, a lot of ladybirds are hibernating for the winter in there, so uh, need to get... Need to get rid of them, mate. They're lying on top of the Christmas what's happened decorations. To, what, what's happened to the men birds? <laughs> That's what I want to say. I thought all birds were ladies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in answer to your question, I'm hungover, and I imagine Pat's answer is going to be the same. Yep. Yes, you two have turned up like regular George Best. To this <laughs> oh, yeah. This is us performing at our George Best. Yeah, at your George Best. <laughs> Who very often scored a hat trick, even when hungover. So yes, let's that's see true. if you guys very can, true. can score. Uh, what were you up to last night? Oh, we were at a party um, yes. with a whole group of friends, and uh, there was one notable absentee. Yeah, his name was. Uh, I don't know what was his name. Who was I, can't, it? I can't think of someone who actually wasn't there. Either. Oh yeah, Tom Toll wasn't there. Yeah, Tom Why Toll. Why weren't you there, mate? Uh, this hat trick's not going to come, is it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of open goals that, being missed at the moment. Watching, mate. That was watching two people. I know have good chemistry, but it just wasn't there. It was bubbling away. <laughs> You're just staring at the beakers, going, "Come on, we know how, we can do this." We look like we've had an we argument the on formula. the training ground. <laughs> we know there's a formula for a joke here, but we just—it's just not happening. Um, I was on. I was in Yorkshire over the weekend. Uh, God's own country. Um, yes. Uh, I was in Nairsborough on Friday night, Leeds on Saturday night. I'm currently still sans car. Sherlock ah. is getting made up. I am getting him back, thank the Lord. That's good. Um, but he was unavailable, so I I shared a ride up there uh, with a couple of comics, and then on the way back, I um, I got the National Express. Again. Yeah. How was that? Tom, it's tough. what have you learnt? I've learnt that <laughs> it's, it's not good. It, I, it left Leeds at <laughs> half twelve. Got into London, Victoria at 6.30. I arrived home at 8.30. That doesn't sound express at all. It's not no, express. No. no. It's just the national yeah. slog. It's, it's a real national National slog. longer than if you'd driven or got a train. Yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I, I miss my car. Um, hey, listen, do, listen. Hey. Some people got to get coaches. It is very That's cheap. That's true. But having to sit in a coach station for two hours... Oh. And wait for my coach. It's not good after my gig. Gigs am, were really nice. I imagine but... once you got off the coach on a Sunday morning that there was a train there immediately waiting for you. No, I had to wait an hour for that <laughs> train. Ah, that's Sunday unexpected. Morning. Yeah. Uh, I sent you guys messages this morning, and I noticed Joe was, was last on WhatsApp at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. This was past 10 o'clock, about half 10. Mm-hmm. But Pat was last on WhatsApp at 2.59. So I was like, well, Pat's not awake yet. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what I was doing on WhatsApp no, no. at that time. Yeah. No one else is awake. What was I doing? No. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who else was there and who else is here. Michael's corner has He's been back. filled. You've served your band, Michael. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Right. Are you hungover as well, Mike? I don't feel hungover, but yeah. I know I probably am. <laughs> in, your, in your soul. Yeah. So I've not even got a decent sub to bring on. It's just, <laughs> in case Georgie, <laughs> Georgie, at seventy minutes, yeah, he's, indicates, he's got, he indicates the pulls, sub bench. Pulls a hammy, yeah, pulled a hammy. I've got to come off. Um, I tell you what else I did this week, Tom. What else did you do this week, Joe? I watched that thing you do. What a great film! Yep, it is, isn't it, mate? And I don't know, I don't know about you, but I really feel as though that's it's my film. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And because uh, because uh, Tom, I know, I know you've watched. I know you've watched that film. Yeah. I don't think you've actually seen that film. Do you know what I mean? I oh. felt that film. Yeah. Great present from you. But wonderful present. Did you watch it on the DVD? No. no it's what it is. It's a kind of a compliment. I'm sensing a tone from you, Tom, mate. Uh, it was. It was like when I got you. You were. Saying, you just said, I, did you actually enjoy it or are you now just trying to make up for 15 years? I, no, t- Tom, that, that <laughs> film was, I feel, as, I feel as though, I know I've only just watched it, but I'd always seen it. I was born having seen that film. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me run some things by you, Tom, if you think you're such an expert, mate. Um, who was the <laughs> assistant property master on that film? Who's the assistant property master yeah, on that film? He? That was... Um, I don't know. Well, the problem is... I was it's Patrick Allen. To... Stop stalling. It's Patrick Allen. I would be able to study that, but um, I, rather than buy myself a DVD copy, I bought one for you. 
Otherwise, <laughs> okay, okay, no, okay. Well, okay. That's still, what my answers are going to be. You st- know that. Still a bit of sass about you yeah, at the yeah, moment. Ahead, mate. Uh, let's see if we can calm you down. Uh, yeah. The bassist from which band wrote the songs for the film? Once oh. again, if it's I a fun fact, DVD, I think that's it's a fun extra, fact. I think that's an extra on DVD. Actually, um, they do an interview with him, um, but with, I didn't have the DVD because I bought you it. Uh, this is a, a genuinely a fun fact. Uh, the, it was bassist <laughs> of Fountains of Wayne. Oh wow! Wrote the songs. Well, Why don't you write songs as good as that for your band? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So he wrote that thing you do. Yeah. Oh, Fountains of Wayne was um, Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Oh, it's got it going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, key makeup artist Frank Griffin goes by which name in the credits Tom uh, <laughs> once again I did Griffo Frank H Griffin Jr come on, I really thought you'd get that one yeah, uh, yeah. okay and no this one's an easy one uh, yeah. which legendary Hollywood actor played Ernie the disc master engineer uh, I don't really think of him as a legend was, it was Mars Callahan. I mean, this yeah. doesn't bode well no. for the next question. Name no. three other Mars Callahan films. Uh, Earth to Mars. Um, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Um, no, I, I would have accepted... Mars what, Attacks. I would have accepted uh, What Love Is, Paul Hall Junkies, and Ziggs. So you got zero out of five there, mate. Yeah. I mate, really want to watch Ziggs, by the way. What the hell almo- is that? It's almost like you passionately dislike the film. <laughs> Since last week, yeah. <laughs> Since last week, I thought, what's the point? What's the point in, in curating a birthday gift for somebody? Curating? You know? <laughs> Taking your time out and thinking, what would they love? And, and you know, getting Tom Hanks involved in making this film. And it was a lot of work on your part. It was a lot of work on my part. Uh, what I like about that film is there's many characters in there who could be Tom Hanks. Have you seen the film, Pat? No, no, no I you haven't. Should, you should check it out. Um, I will. Yeah. I, I know. I know. It. I know that had I, had I given it to you 15 years ago, you probably would have watched <laughs> it. Oh, I would have watched it a dozen times by now. I know, yeah. I know you would have, mate. Mike, would you have watched a DVD if I bought it to you 15 years oh, ago? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Have you so seen the film, Mike? That thing you do. Have you seen it? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone should watch it. I really, I'm really. i now going to. I'm, yes, on, yes. I'm on the campaign trail yes, now, yes, <laughs> selling that film to people. Yes, mate. You're, 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 you're on the Clinton campaign trail. That's what you are. <laughs> oh, this guy would be a good president. Get on board with what's happening now, Joe. <laughs> how, long, how long is the film? Uh, well, there's two versions. There's two versions, yeah. Because oh, I started right. watching the director's cut, which is like two and a half hours. Uh, right. But then I found it on my Skybox, and it, but it was an hour and forty-five minutes. Okay, so we haven't, we still haven't really planned our live show yet. Maybe we could just we <laughs> turn just it into it a screening. Thing you do. That's a good point. Yeah. That would eat up some time. And <laughs> speaking of the live show, yes. Uh, if you still haven't got tickets, tickets are still available. Come on, let's let's get a nice full room. Let's have, let's have a let's have let's a, get some people there. Let's get some people there. If you still haven't booked your tickets, uh, go to angelcomedy.co.uk. It's on the 18th of November, two days after the release of Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And uh, what's special about that is it's this, they started screening it this week. There's yes, a mm. little bit Listen of Potter watch for you guys. And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Watch. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, <laughs> 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 We've, it's already been played. <laughs> yeah, let's do Potter Watch. So they revealed, yes, a character in Fantastic Beast Two. Oh yes, character we all know and love. The yeah. hard drinking, the pill popping. <laughs> <laughs> What's what your boy? Well, uh, uh, we've said it in previous podcasts. Wait to see the film to judge it. Yes, but for me, I'm just like, does. It, it, I think what would she be a student? She'd be very, very young. Mm. Um, I mean, it it, it kind of makes sense if this is like the this is the only wizard school in the UK. So surely we are going to see some like we, we've already heard the name the Lestranger. Surely we are going to see connections to other yeah, characters. Yeah, maybe she's yeah. a baby in it or something. Yeah, um, or like a first year. Maybe she's in Newt's class. Mate, but that would make a McGonagall. Like, that would make her in the films, like in a. We're talking 80s. about McGonagall, by the way. Yeah, but to... oh, sorry, you didn't actually say Minerva <laughs> McGonagall was going to appear in Fantastic Beasts Two. Apparently, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you cast? No, I did. I said the the hard drinking, the pill popping. Oh, I didn't. I didn't actually hear you finish that sentence. I tend to way. listen to about three quarters of a sentence spoken by you. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> Joe, you should check out this DVD of Wonderful Real Cool. And that's it. <laughs> I just watched The Godfather yeah, and yeah. dealt with my day. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, I kind of said this, that I don't want them to pass a 
uh, a child in the corridor and go, oh, where are you off to, Mr. Riddle? And then look to the camera and be like, hey, yeah, hey, hey. you can't see it, but I'm raising my eyebrows. You are. Yeah, no, it needs to be, it, it needs to have um, a purpose. Yeah. Uh, it, because like, yeah. even if, even if they're taking like register at the start of Newt's class and they just like, they're reeling off surnames and one of the surnames is McGonagall. That's fine. We don't need to see her. We yeah. don't need to, we don't yeah, need yeah. to learn anything new about her or have her be part of the story unless she has a part to play. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, no one's asking for the McGonagall origin story. Yeah, I don't want them to... Ma- we, I think we've had this conversation, but we don't mm. want them to make the Star Wars mistakes. No. no. Just having, like, you know... What Gratuitous cameos. Yeah, exactly. I don't like you either. Yeah, that guy why is he and, there? Yeah. Even though it would be interesting... Uh, we do know very, very little about Professor McGonagall's background. Have you ever looked into her story? It's quite sad, actually. D- doesn't she have a husband? Us in. Her husband, husband died. died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the details. I'll get back to you next week. I don't like to look into a story because <laughs> I like to make up a story. In my head. <laughs> I like it when you make up stories. Yes. So, guys, we've we've gone all off kilter. We've started with Potter Watch. Yes. Do well, we... that that is because uh, if you follow J.K. Rowling on Twitter, I do. A lot of messages from people that have now seen Fantastic Beast Two. Ah, so screenings oh, have begun. Screenings have begun. Very secret screenings. Okay. Um, we are not privy to that screenings. No, we, we should are, be. We're part we of the should, media. Yeah, yeah, we're part of the the, the right wing media. <laughs> <laughs> so once, so if you do like the, if you like li- looking at reactions, you want to hear some reactions. Come to the Bill Murray on the. Uh, yes, the please. It'll Definitely. be fun. Tom's a professional funny person. He'll make you laugh. I yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try my best, and me and Pat will try. I saw Christmas come in early yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yep, in uh, Leeds. So I, I initially started the day in Nairsborough. I woke up at my friend John Sean's place. Lovely. Uh, but they were going to uh, Scarborough to make chocolate. So I had to get up. I okay. left their place early, walked to Harrogate, just the four miles. And, uh, <laughs> How many steps? Uh, a lot by the end. Uh, got to Harrogate and started walking around. Sat, and, sat in a cafe Nero for... A bit too long, but it was enough time to write a riddle and investigating. I wrote, yeah, I wrote a riddle and a uh, and a um, and the story. I love that you're brand loyal, though. You did, you could, I'm <laughs> yes. sh- I bet you walked past at least three Starbucks. Oh, there was some, no, there were some <laughs> lovely tea rooms, but they've not got my, I've not got a stamp loyalty card. <laughs> so, so you know, I'm thinking about the bigger picture. I'm always about, looking for a I'm, deal. This guy, I'm yeah. thinking of that free cup of coffee every ten. Um, <laughs> So sat and, and wrote that, and then um, got to Leeds. Uh, went, got jumped on a bus from Harrogate to Leeds. Uh, got to Leeds, and um, they were doing their Christmas tree countdown. And oh, wow. I was walking past Ooh. the shopping centre. I just heard three, two, one. Tom's it. Yeah. <laughs> and they went Merry Christmas. And this guy, he was smoking a cigarette, just looked at me and like shrugged his shoulders as if to go, "What?" Like <laughs> as if I knew, as if I had the answers. Like he really like was like what I was like I just kind of I'm not from here. I just got here. I had no. This has nothing to do with me. But also, I attempted a joke in Cafe Nero. Oh, because the guy came over and there was there was so with Cafe Nero. What I like about your Cafe Nero, I'm not fan of your cake policy. What I like is if I've got my mug of coffee and I finished it and I've kept it on the table, they don't take it away. Mm. which sort of is good because if I'm there for over two hours, it legitimises me over there. Being no, and you only had the one drink? Uh, little scam. Cafe Nero's got their scam. <laughs> Tom Tom's got no, a scam against haven't. Cafe Nero. Yeah, they have. We got to the bottom of this. It's not a scam. It is. It's not a scam. It's frozen cakes. <laughs> um, and you ask old... Uh, granddad Konopka, my granddad, Your Baker. Granddad. You tell him if you ever froze a cake. Spit in your face, mate. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so I got, I, sorry, they had water on the side. So I just fill my cup up with water. Oh, oh, the water I've, got the coffee, I've got the coffee cup stat. So it legitimizes me being there. Yep, sure. Yeah. I you're, like, you're like Alan Partridge with his big plate. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then. The guy came over and there was, he, he, the, so the seat next to me was empty, but it had mm. cups. So he went to take the cup and he went, is anyone sitting here? I went, I think he's gone, mate. And he looked, he went, oh, well, he obviously didn't like that because the cup was still full. 
And I just went, I'll have it. Joke. Yeah. He's kind of smirked, but not enough. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did he? Don't think I was serious. But then I was thinking, the longer I'm here, the longer it looks like I'm serious. (laughs) You should have just stared him out for the next hour. Was this at the end of the two hours? No. (laughs) This was about midway. And he came back up. Because we were upstairs, additional seating. I took that additional seating. Good man. Um, he came back up with a sandwich. Went. Has anyone ordered this sandwich? Went around the whole room. Yeah, I was tempted. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted to go. Me mate, but I thought he he gave me such a little reaction for yeah. the first joke. I didn't want to. I bet no one ordered that sandwich, and he bought it out just to see if you'd claim it. He was testing you, I think. Oh, yeah. But then did I win by not taking his bait? Yeah, yeah. Yes. The mind, the it. mind games. You won the mind oh. games. Um, listen, guys, listening, it is a topsy-turvy week this week. We're hungover, we're tired, but by God, we're going to get through this. We are going to get through this. We realise we haven't started because normally we start with this. Peeves? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It was sort of, sort of a bit questioning and a little bit melancholy. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, perfect. Sorry, Tom, you were going to say I was going to say, John Pat, do you have any peeves from last week? Uh, just, just a couple. Um... Uh, Julian Glover was the name of the actor we couldn't remember who ah, voiced Aragog. Thank you. Uh, Tom, you mentioned that the clocks went forward. They actually went, they went back. back. Yeah, I know. And uh, Joe, this is this is something that came up um, because we kept talking about your had you bought the washing out and you said you had a washer dryer. Yes. So this is quite an old peeve. If you've got a washer dryer, why did I help you bring your washing in off the line a few weeks ago? Oh! Why are you putting it on the line if you can dry it indoors? No, because if it's uh, if it's that's me being eco-friendly. If it's sunny outside, you hang the washing on the line. Otherwise, I'm using another. That's another like three, four hours of uh, electricity I'd be using if I were to. Uh, He's ethical about some things. Um, <laughs> he cares about the planet, just not just, the people living on it. Uh, that's just, just, just not his uh, heroes. Um, there's, there's a, I have a sl- slight peeve in my edit. Yes. Uh, I, I missed uh, I missed an S bomb. A fair it? few messages about that. Though luckily no one was offended. No one was offended, but it was the fact that it was also picked up in the show where it was literally telegraphed. Like, oh, I have to edit that out. Yeah, oh, did, did I say that? Yeah. I said, oh, oh don't well. go, oh, got to edit that out. That, that's a man that didn't do his job properly this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, apologies, a naughty word fell out of my mouth. Oh, sorry. This week, we I will... We expect it of you, though. Yeah. We and expect I, you I, to d- cover for Yeah, it. I expect <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I normally... As, as I, You're as not as I'm... confused as Pat is. <laughs> <laughs> as I edit, I normally mark the, the swear words. Uh, I mark them as red, so they stick out, but I just forgot to mark the... Um, Forgot to mark you as red, mate. But this week I'll cut out all the f- shit and, f- and uh... <laughs> Wowzers. Well, he's over wow. the floodgate now. <laughs> I've given myself three little bits of work to do there within two seconds. <laughs> we are we are getting by on goodwill this week. We absolutely are. <laughs> Thank you so like much the, for making uh, it this far. Yeah, sounds like the autobiography to Gilderoy Lockhart after he'd been in St. Mungo's for many years. <laughs> um, I tell you what, guys, rather unwisely, considering how I'm feeling and how Tom's feeling, mm. we're going to be making a return to the Wizard Gamma. Yes, that's coming up this week. Mm. It's been uh, been on hiatus. We've also got, Tom, you're, you've, you're taking us back into your universe of fan fictionary. As per. Uh, we're going to have a riddle, a game, and then I've got a, a rather different quiz this week, actually. Ooh. A different style of quiz. So oh, this, will be, uh, this will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we do first? Should we uh, sit down or should we uh, stand up? All rise. All rise. All rise. <laughs> so uh, the case... This week, well, if you've never listened to the Wizen Gamut before, because we haven't played it for a while, and there might be some new listeners just dipping in for the first time, hello and welcome. Hello. It's um, had mixed results. <laughs> it's, but it's always, <laughs> it's always fun, because it always leads to bickering. Yes, um, yes, I'm going to present a case to Tom and Joe, and mm-hmm. they have to argue passionately yes. uh, either side of this case, for or against. I'll but try. They, they don't know what the case is or what side they're going to argue until now. So, the case I'm going to present to you is the Dursleys have the best marriage out of all married couples in the books. Tom, heads or tails? Uh, heads. That's Well, that was a great flit. It is heads. heads. Would, Would you, you want, want to argue for that or against it? I'll argue against it, please. Okay. Okay. Do you guys need a little time to prep? Uh, 
No, nope. let's just go for it. Let's see how much of a mess this is. All right, so... Um, let's keep it natural. It's been a while since we played. Who who goes first? Oh, well, he won the toss, so I don't mind. You decide. Yeah. I'll go first? Okay. So, so I'm saying that they are the strongest marriage. Yes. Okay. And my time starts uh, when? Oh, yeah. Let me um, let me cue you up. You've got 30 seconds to make an opening statement, and then you'll, uh, you'll both make an opening statement, then you'll bicker it out for a bit, and then 30 seconds for closing statements. Okay, sure. Joe, your time starts now. Okay, so we're looking here specifically at the marriage of the Dursleys uh, and not their family or their beliefs. So, yes, they would have mistreated Harry, but they were both in agreement that they were to mistreat Harry in, the, in that way. <laughs> they they love each other, clearly. They, lo- they both love their son. They're very proud of their son. They're a very family-orientated marriage uh, with... Uh, their sister and uh, uh, the sorry Vernon's sister, not uh, Petunia's sister, so mm. much. Uh, Time. Which, uh, <laughs> well, that's better than I thought I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Um, and it feels like you've got a lot to go on there. I can't wait to get to the bickering stage. Um, but first, Tom, your opening statement: thirty seconds. Time starts now. I would argue that if you have seven children, that your marriage is pretty strong, and that's what the Weasleys have. Uh, the Weasleys are the strongest marriage in the books, not the Dursleys. Uh, the Dursleys are built out of fear and hate, and that's why they found each other, whereas the Weasleys was built on love. And I would also go for that as say as the Potters themselves, even though they are no longer with us. That was something that was built via love, whereas the Dursleys was built by hate and a lack of understanding, and that's how they found each other rather than love. Okay. Wow, with five seconds to spare, very good. Joe, do you want to counter that? Anything there, you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's talking absolute nonsense. I don't know. I don't know what you're listening to. <coughs> they are. They are brought together mostly uh, through, they, they through peril. They 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 are brought together because they don't tolerate anything apart from themselves. It's a lack of tolerance is why they're together. No, There's I no mean, it, it's it's clear. It's clear with the Weasleys that that marriage is not working. Let's have another kid and try and fix it. <laughs> Unbelievable. James and Lily, they died, so that marriage didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) By that logic, no marriage ever works because everyone dies. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Apologies, I'm being glib uh, on purpose, listeners. Uh, Who else we got? We got uh, Tonks and Lupin, nonsense. Bunch of idiots, Bill and Fleur. Ugh. Talk mean, about that's, an... that's all fair enough, but all, huh? all I had to do was to prove that they weren't the best at marriage, and that's with the Weasleys. So you don't really need to bring any other marriages in. So you're just bringing up other arguments. I know, we, no, up. no, no. I'm no. Pat's <laughs> saying in the book this is the strongest marriage, yeah. and I'm just disparaging every other marriage in the book because they're not as strong as the Dursleys. The Dursleys love each other, and they agree they with each, each other. other. I think they do, mate. They um, don't love each other. Who made you Lord of Dursley? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't really argue about that. <laughs> I want to know who. It's been so many years, I can't remember the ceremony, to be honest. Uh, Vernon Dursley, um, I think, uh, would have has, had... has a, a, a strong and stable job to support a strong and stable marriage. Had, in a strong had, and stable had, government. Had <laughs> Vernon Dursley known about Petunia's wish to be a witch, um, he would not be with her. So he doesn't love her for her. He loves her for the image that she portrays for him. Exactly. So that's not very and strong. Everybody wants an agreeable partner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we rest our case there, Pat. <laughs> All right. Joe's just shown himself up there. Outrageous. That was, al- that was almost two minutes. You're a second away from two minutes. So let's hear your closing statements, please. And uh, Tom, you go first this time. 30 seconds. Time starts now. As I've stated before, the strongest marriage in the books is the Weasleys. They've been together through two Wizarding Wars. They've stuck together. They've had their children within those periods. Uh, They love each other. They love all their children. You can see how strong they stick together. Uh, You can see how much she loves... uh, Mr. Weasley, when he nearly dies at the hands of Nagini, uh, the Dursleys are bought out of fear, not love, and that means they're not strong; they are fragile. Wow. I would, I would say that yes, the Weasleys' marriage is strong. I'm not going to disparage them anymore uh, because that they go through a lot of they go through they go through a lot of traumas. But in their life, it's to be expected. They they're part of the Wizarding world. He works for the the Ministry. The, the Dursleys are from the muggle world, and yet they still have to deal with all of that stress and still come through it as a marriage and as a family. I think, I think the added weight 
on them as no nomadges or muggles, mm. I think that that makes them stronger because I think they both come through. Both the Dursleys and the Weasleys come through. It's time. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have an end for that sentence. <laughs> well, I think... <laughs> I was almost tempted to let the clock run see if you'd ever find one. <laughs> um, well, I, I've, uh, I've done my deliberating. I've done my defibrillating. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you... So uh, this doesn't start defecating. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you have you got a winner? I mean, they were both strong cases. I think they 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 weren't both strong. <laughs> no, no, they, they were absolutely were not. <laughs> this is his first week back. He doesn't want to upset anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike in the middle. Oh, you yeah, sub, I was going to give it to Tom. Subhuman oh, scum, all of you. Two nil. Oh. Well done, Tom. Well argued. Thanks, mate. Joe, I, I would have thought I would have um, if it were me, I would have brought up the fact that the uh, the Weasleys argue quite a lot. Yeah, they're all, they're always at odds with each other about what Ron's allowed to know, what Harry's allowed to know. He kind of did that with uh, he liked the fact that he has uh, agree- an, an agreeable. agreeable <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's it's, it's almost like the Dursleys can always they always know exactly what the other one's thinking. Mm. They're they're a very united front in their marriages. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well done, Tom. I got awarded to Tom. That was well argued. Thanks, mate. What let's... is the point of this game? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, let's have a nice little weird voice coming from the darkness saying Tom's riddle. Okay. <laughs> Are you Tom's riddle? I had my heyday the same time as Harry Potter. My name is same the same as an MCU character. Briefly seen, briefly heard in one films in a February get-up to boot. Became part of a contested lawsuit. Do you recall I lived in Paris, France, working away to make the people dance? In my work, I would tell tales of magical mammals. If I ever met him, I would certainly help Nicholas Flamel. I've lived amongst the Dave, Steve and Bills of this world. Hopefully this riddle has started to unfold. People who have the same parents and are girls, what's the connection? Strains, eccentric and kooky. I'm also best known for an interruption. Um, Gave up on the rhyming at the end there. Um. (laughs) Let's not solve it. Let's critique it. Connection and interruption. Don't don't rhyme. Um, All right. Who lived in France? Who lived in France? Um, Fleur, Madame Maxine. Yeah. Nagini, if we're meant to be, uh, yeah, believing from from the trailer. Jim Jim Morrison, but that's irrelevant. Um, yeah, he's not in um, he's not in the MCU. No, he was in the Doors. Yeah, he was. He was. He was in that film about the Doors as well with Val Kilmer. That was good. <laughs> that was a good film. <laughs> um, all right, who makes who makes people dance? <laughs> Toe tapping. Jim Morrison. He does. Well, he he does. does. Is it, is it Jim Morrison? <laughs> It's not Jim Morrison, no. Shocker. Uh, I'm, I'm going to need to hear it again. I'm going to take some notes. Cool. I had my heyday the same time as Harry Potter. My name is the same as an MCU character. Briefly seen, briefly heard, in one films in a February get-up to boot. Became part of a contested lawsuit. Do you recall I lived in Paris, France, working away to make the people dance? In my work, I would tell tales of magical mammal. If I ever met him, I would certainly help Nicholas Flamel. I lived amongst the Dave, Steve and Bills of this world. Hopefully this riddle has started to unfold. People who have the same parents and are girls, what's the connection? Strange, eccentric and kooky. I'm also best known for an interruption. Is it Fleur? Where's me think it's Fleur? Same heyday as Harry. Well, I guess the tournament would have been her heyday. Paris. Uh, I don't know who Dave and Steve are, but Bill... Uh, best known for an interruption, doesn't she walk into like rooms a lot when they don't want her there at the Weasleys? Yes, yes, she does, and she interrupted them during dinner as well. I think at one point. Mm. Um, what was the thing about a fairy? <laughs> I didn't say anything about a fairy. <laughs> I thought you said something about a fairy. Yeah, but same name as a uh, MCU character. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's called Fleur. Or Delacour. I don't know. No. 
Stefan. Stefan Tom. Tom's fictional character. It's someone we're trying to imagine. That would be great. Yeah, because you don't know his backstory. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, he lived in France. Yeah, he was a done. He was a singer in France. He was a French guy. Oh, the Dave Stevens Bills, they were brothers. Oh, man. Remember, I sent a listener. Singular. <laughs> I sent Joe and Pat a text yesterday saying you're either going to get this straight away or probably not at all. And let me tell you guys, you're nowhere near it at the minute. Uh, at the minute. You had a lawsuit. Well, again, that comes back to Hagrid. He had to go to court. No, it might be a lawsuit outside of the books. Maybe someone that was accused of plagiarism or. Oh, Tom's no, pull- no, no, Tom's no, no, pulling no, no. his yes face. This is a. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Is it J.K. Rowling? No, it's not no. J.K. Rowling. Did, well, she was she was in a lawsuit, though, wasn't she? Yeah, there's been a few lawsuits against her. So I think someone used the term muggle years ago that right. they then tried to sue her. So this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I basically wrote Harry Potter years ago. <laughs> um, oh, God. What is that? People have the same parents and are girls. Sisters. Sisters, Tia and Tamara. This is tough. And uh, yeah, okay, I'm stumped. Should we have a palate cleanser, Tom? Let's have a palate. Again. Why do you have to? You don't have to hit yourself in the head. Actually, I'm a ruddy. I'm a ruddy method actor. <laughs> His hand is the owl. <laughs> so uh, it's emails, week, by the way, guys. It's emails. Uh, we're carrying on our desert island uh, discs theme. Yes, we are. This week we're looking at uh, we're going to look at Disney, which was sent in by Kate Lewis. Mm, um, mm. What would be your now? We had this conversation on WhatsApp. We group, did, yeah. And we said, oh, a lot of them came up. A lot of them did. I I listed every single song that amongst the. Did you? Yeah. Awesome. So we got uh, Beauty and the Beast, Tell as Old as Time, Lion King, Banger. Can You Feel Love, Friend Like Me, Banger. Aladdin, Out Banger. There, Hunchback, Banger. Uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You, Mulan. Be mm, our guest, be, be in the B. Banger. Zero to hero. I can know distance, both from Hercules. Don't know. Be prepared, Lion yes, King. Banger. Gaston, be in the B. Banger. Whole new world, A. Robin Hood. Wow, I mean, there's loads here. Sword in the Stone. Remember me, Coco, how far what's, I go, let it go. Well, okay, so what are we saying, guys? So, Tom, what was, what's yours? Mine uh, was uh, either B in the B, tail as old as T, or, <laughs> uh, or Lion King, can you feel the love? Uh, there's something really... They they both get me, but recent Disney have really smashed out of the park with Moana and Coco. Coco, absolutely oh. great, yeah, yeah. The songs in that, and do you know what I really liked? Uh, no. Okay well, okay, well, fine. Then you don't know the answer. Well, to you that better question. tell me because I'm not going to know. Am well, I? in Co- in Coco, when uh, but I made him Coco. But I made you guys Coco. <laughs> I made me watch Coco. Um, the uh, when when he, when the dad's singing the song. Uh, the animation on the hand when he's playing the guitar is absolutely perfect and that's not something you see spoiler alert if you didn't know he was the dad you don't find out to the last <sighs> last bit well okay well uh, what's his name <laughs> Gael Garcia Bernal his character when you see him play guitar it's great oh so now I know exactly it's who... an animation how do you know <laughs> you can hear his voice oh yeah he's got He'll... a recognisable voice has he Yes. <laughs> oh, I haven't joke. seen it, and now I'm going to know exactly what the twist is. So thanks. That's so right. that Any time, guys. So that song's not going to mean much to you, Pat, but what song does mean that much to you? Uh, from the list you read, Sword in the Stone was the one that I submitted. It was the one it that was, you put. Joe, was... do you remember which one out of those songs was yours? Uh, did you mention my one? Mine is, my favourite is definitely uh, Love from uh, Robin Hood. It is, yes. Oh, that's a sweet one. I absolutely oh. love, like, well, I love that song. It's, and, it's, and it's also, it's not often uh, chosen, and it's not that easy to find. Hmm. Oh, I had to choose it because it's not often chosen. <laughs> just choose it because you like it, mate. I don't know. I love, I think, it's, I think it's just a great song. It's it and it's like it's not one of the big soaring Disney songs, but I love mm. that little montage in the film. I think, in fact, I think Robin Hood's great because it's also got the uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, I really Robin Hood. That, well. that that era was was so charming. That's beautiful. Just so charming. It's great that film. I love it. 
there's a video on YouTube which is just that for like 12 hours. Uh, <laughs> it's so irritating. <laughs> but is it? <laughs> our old uh, our old friend Joe got in touch. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um he said, uh you sound like the worst person to lend things to. Uh, uh. <laughs> Tom, but Tom, you didn't Thank you, Joe. You didn't lend uh which makes it all the more hurting, doesn't yeah, it? You, you, you paid for it and no, gave but, it to uh, him. Do you remember last week I brought up the fact that uh, I, I lent him an Ali G, I lent him a Ben Elton book. Tom, you lent him a book, yeah. Tom, if you turn around, you, I think you'll see about seven of your DVDs just up there, mate. Michael Clayton, Bobby. I think seven is yours. Perks of Being a Wallflower. I did watch that film, but on Netflix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all yours, mate. I was going to say, them Woody Allen films aren't mine. <laughs> no, they're not yours. They are yours. Um... So he also says, um, I'm liking the general movie chat and DIDs over the past few weeks. Mm, good. Not well, sure we how you're going to choose just one favourite Disney song next week. Well, we, we've tried our best. We have a two-disc CD with a selection of old Disney songs in the car. So I have the pleasure of belting out some of the classics now and then. Mm. Sometimes when the kids aren't even in the car with me. Legend. Hero dad. <laughs> I've narrowed my favourites down to a top ten in no particular order. Oh, my word. Be prepared. Bare necessities. Banger, I want to be like you. Banger, Gaston. Banger, be our guest. Banger, That's how you know. Hammer, Part of your world. Banger. Friend like me. Popper. When she loved me, yes, I'll make please. a man out of you. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's that's how you know? What's that from? Oh, that's from Enchanted. Have you seen that? No, oh, no, no. no, no. Is that the Amy Adams no. one? Yeah. No, no, not seen it. That's brilliant. Um, on the subject of Disney films we all enjoyed as children, I've thought of another DID for you guys to tackle. Oh, lovely. Now, I know we're not all hot-blooded alpha males, <laughs> but that doesn't mean we should be afraid of our feelings and emotions. I'm not ashamed to admit, there are some films which make, can make me cry, yeah. with full-blown yeah. tears, more so the older I get, it seems. I've noticed more and more how emotional I get watching certain f- scenes in film these days, even films I've watched hundreds of times as a child, which previously had no effect on me. A prime example of this is when Mufasa dies in The Lion King. Oh, yeah, I must have, well, yeah, I. it's a lot more emotional now. Yeah, massively. It's great Aww. voice acting in that scene, isn't it? Yeah. That, that mm. was the kid from Home Improvement, yeah. and the way Jonathan his vo- Taylor Thomas, his, the way his voice is cracking, mm. yeah. Yeah. that's amazing. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you should have known that. By his, <laughs> by his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I know it gets said a lot, but one of the big culprits for this is Pixar films. We've mentioned this, the montage at the start of Up. Uh, oh, Mr. Frederick's relationship with his wife and her eventual death is so powerful it gets me every time the climax of Inside Out when Riley returns home bursts uh, into tears yeah. end of Toy Story 3 yes. sets me off every time few no moments in Toy Story times. 3 oh, when they think they're going to their the death and they the all furnace. hold hands oh yeah. my yeah. I think it has something to do with the music being played during these scenes as I'm sure I wouldn't get emotional if I were watching them with the sound muted mm. Home Alone he's Thank you, Joe, for this email. Yeah, it's been very far. long. Well, wow. one of my most favourite movies of all time. I've watched it this loads as a child, but I haven't watched it all the way to the end for some time. I recently introduced mm. it to my four-year-old son, thing. and as expected, he thoroughly enjoyed it. We're both belly laughing uncontrollable when Kevin oh, is taking sweet. on the wet bandits. Uh, sidebar: Marv scream when Kevin puts a tarantula on his face. Yes. Has surely got to be, <laughs> aside from the famous Wilhelm scream, one of the best movie screams of all time. Yeah. Great and uh, great, great reference to the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, good movie trivia. Anyway, we get to the end of the film when Kevin runs down the stairs on Christmas morning, turns around, <laughs> sees his mum standing there, tries to play it cool before smiling, then running into his mum's arms to give her the bi- get, give her the best biggest hug ever. The beauty of this moment, which I've never really appreciated when I was younger, absolutely floored me. When I was in bits, crying just as uncontrollably as I've been lying moments earlier. It really cemented me just how brilliant and clever a movie Home Alone is as it ticks its bo- ticks every single box, filmmaking it its finest. There are several other examples of movies that made me cry in recent years, which I can mention, my sister's keeper being one. But you guys get I'm the sure idea. That. I think we did. Um, I'm not sure if it's just because I'm older now, or because I'm a father, or maybe I have unresolved issues with my family. <laughs> <laughs> as it seems to be moments to do with parents and siblings that often trigger the waterworks. Being the strong, silent, manly type that I am, <laughs> I actually sometimes enjoy sitting down to a good Pixar movie, just so I have an excuse to have a good cry and let it all out, even if my wife and son laugh at me when they catch me, wow. so that I do not feel like I'm the only man who cries at films. Please, could each of you give us your DIDs for movie scenes that have made you cry as an adult? Come on now. Don't be shy. This is a safe place where you can share without being judged. Look forward to seeing you all at the Angel on the 18th. Come uh. regards, Joe. P.S. Despite acknowledging it and commenting on the need to edit out, Joe still left Pat's S in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, That's a wonderful did. email. 
Yeah, thank great. you for that, Joe. Um, great stuff. Never um, cried at a film. Next. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I, a wimp? <laughs> uh, I cried. The one that really, I just remember three times, three separate times bursting into tears, was Paddington 2. It's I've still not seen Paddington 2. It's, it's on my list for this year. Fantastic. Hugh Grant is so funny in it. So, no, so I'm, funny. I'm looking forward to watching um, it. And actually. they're just these, there's, there's, a, there's a Toy Story 3 moment where you're like, even though you know it's not going to happen, you're like, mm. surely not. There's just I'm this look of, there's it. a look of his eyes into Mrs. Brown's eyes that you go, oh God. Um, right. Oh dear Lord. Oh dear Lord. And then, uh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, Joe, Joe mentioned um, the, the bit that got me that really surprisingly got me was the end of Toy Story 3. Yeah. But but mm. the several endings. So yeah, the bit where they all think they're, they're about to die, basically. The furnace, yeah. And uh, you've watched these characters over three movies. They always have a plan. They always get out of trouble. They're, there's always something. And they look around and they just go, there's nothing. There's nothing we mm. can do. So let's just hold hands and do it together. It's, it's devastating. And then... So, so brave. Like... Yeah. I wonder how many back and forth meetings they had with that scene. We're like, no, let's let's get the crane much earlier to pick them up. And like, yeah. no, let's actually have a look of realization cross their face. Mm. Let's have this moment. Like now we know how they would behave if they were all about to die. I mean, they were all about to die. Yeah. They're, they're saved, and they're saved by a callback to the first film, the claw. Yeah. The kids yeah. rescue them, yeah, like the little alien kids, and then they have a, a call back to the second film where Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head are like, "You saved our lives, and we are eternally grateful." Yeah. Call back to, and it's just so uh, um, rewarding. It's such yeah. a rewarding film experience. Mm. But then you have the bit at the end where Andy gives them away, but he plays with them one last time. All the whole film long, they've wanted, like they've they've been obsolete because he doesn't play with them yeah. anymore. Yeah. He plays with them one last time. Oh man, it's affecting me just yeah, thinking no, about really... it. Um, Mike, do you have one? Um, Are you an emotional type of guy at films? I, I don't really cry, but I do get the you know the itchy eye where you just like, mm. yeah. get the manly sore throat. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't ball, but uh, I do get the. Uh, I'm the same as you, and I, I agree with Joe. I think it's, I think it's an aging thing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've found it more in like the last few years, definitely. Well, I, I can't think of a specific example, but I, I re- recent film. Uh, Spoiler alert for Invent for Avengers: Infinity War. If you still haven't seen it, mm. but when uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man, starts yeah. disappearing, yeah. and he gives Tony Stark the hug, I, I, oh my I knew things would be different. Being a dad, two weeks into being a dad, I remember we were absolutely shattered. We were on the sofa, me and my wife, and sixteen and pregnant was on the telly, hmm. and there was just this moment we had just gone. And she was approaching the birth, this young girl, and I just remember she's just she was. Going in, she was in labour, and she just sort of looked down the barrel of the camera and just started saying about how scared she was. And I just remember absolutely crying. <laughs> and I just, oh. and it, it seems like since that point, uh, I can remember crying a few kids' films as kids. I remember crying bucket loads as, at, at Casper the Friendly Ghost, the end of that. Well, when, when you were younger? Yeah, that's the only film I can really remember crying as as a kid. Wait, how does that end? Well, he. he when he becomes a boy and they dance. No, he could become a boy, but then her dad dies. So he gives uh, up the opportunity for him to, to give it to her dad. Um, yeah, I remember. And yeah, but then he becomes a boy for a brief time just to dance for her and then goes back to being a ghost. It's Yeah, it's a very sad little bit. There's a bit, um, like, feel free to mock me for this, but um, we'll do. at the end of uh, Lord of the Rings, one of the bits that really got me was the, the, the when you just see how strong the friendship between Frodo and Sam is. Like, Frodo's basically dead on the side of the mountain and sam goes all right i we're so close i can't carry it for you but i can carry you yeah and he picks him up on his shoulders and like walks him to the end of the journey yeah i was like oh that's powerful but yeah so thanks for uh thanks for that message joe let's get back to that. <laughs> we're in a really good mood now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good though but if you want to send in uh your films that have made you cry as an adult please uh aattapod at gmail.com it would be really recommendations phil because we all love a good cry it's yeah good to, yeah better out or if you want to recommend what you want to hear from us in terms of our desert island discs mm. uh, so what we're going to discuss next we didn't really discuss our best disney films but thanks so much for the suggestion uh we'll be playing clips and they'll be added to our playlist of course bosh um so what should we do what should we do next week let's do our favorite disney films our favorite disney fi- no but desert island discs that's not not film songs. DVD is a disc. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. He's got you there. <laughs> not that you'd know anything about it. 
I just found it on Sky Catch Up. Give him a disc, he doesn't even know how to use it. He just <laughs> forgets, exactly. forgets it happened. Let's go back to this riddle that you guys can't get. Yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah I, 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 I mean, I know how this is going to end. <laughs> I had my heyday the same time as Harry Potter. My name is the same as an MCU character. Briefly seen, briefly heard in one film in a feathery get-up to boot. Became part of a contested lawsuit. Do you recall... I lived in Paris, France, working away to make the people dance. In my work, I would tell tales of magical mammals. If I ever met him, I would certainly help Nicolas Flamel. I've lived amongst the Dave, Steve and Bills of this world. Hopefully this riddle has started to unfurl. People who have the same parents and are girls. What's the connection? Strange, eccentric, odd, kooky. I'm also best known for an interruption. I'm still stumped. I've got nothing. Mike, have you got anything? I was thinking Lestrange is a French name. Ah. But hmm. I don't. But Tom paused quite dramatically on it. For help, help Nicholas Samuel. Let me know it's now pronounced Nicola. Um, anyway, I don't, I'm really struggling. Yeah, I'm really struggling. I think the, the clues are too vast. I've got too much going on up here. Yeah. You, you've not focused on some of them clues at all. You just kind of you focus on certain. What's a key clue that we should focus on? They're all pretty, you know. I'm going to break it down for you guys. I don't think you're going to get it. No, no we're not. No. I had my heyday in the Sorry, same time as Harry Potter, the, the 90s. So Potter was in, at uh, thingy the... between 91 and 98. Yes. Okay. My name is the same as an MCU character. I'm looking for Jarvis. Briefly seen, oh, briefly goodness. heard in one film in a February. Jarvis Cocker. Oh, that is so annoying. Oh. He became part <laughs> of a contested lawsuit. Yes, he did. When Do he wiggled his bum. It's a lyric. Oh, Tom. I lived in Paris, France, working away to make the people dance. That's where he wrote uh, that is so their first anno- album. That is so annoying. In my work, I will tell tales of magical mammal. Do the hippogriff. Mm. If I ever met him, I would certainly help Nicholas Flamel. Why would he help him? Because he's aged. Help the aged. I've lived amongst the Dave, Steve and Bills of this world. What are they? They're common, common people. people. <laughs> Hopefully this riddle will start to unfold. People with the same name, same parents and their girls. They're sisters. Strange, eccentric, or kooky. Weird. Weird sisters. Yeah. That was the band. I'm also Top. best known yeah. for an interruption. Earth song, 1995. Michael Jackson. Yes. 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 Oh, that is good. That was a that very is, good one. To that remember. is a fierce riddle. That's why I really paused it because I was like, if they get help, the why would he help Nicholas Flamel? But you, no, yeah, no, that was when, and you when you said Jim Morrison, I was like, oh, here we go, you might actually get it. Oh. <laughs> you started there. That's so. Annoying. And then when you went, you went out out again because you kept going back into the characters, but you came out again and went, oh, J.K. You were like, yeah, there's been some lawsuits. I was like, yeah, come on, the lawsuit about the Weird Sisters. But yeah, oh, oh so annoying. We were well, great, great it. riddle though. Lovely riddle. Yeah. Well done to anyone that was who got a, that it. That was a deep cut. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Tom's just dusting <laughs> off the archives. <laughs> oh. oh lordy! <laughs> hey guys, uh, it's time to crack open and another uh, TTFFU. The Chronicles. Um, I'll be honest, um, I did originally uh, think of telling you a st- little story about Winky, but um, let me get, it got to a bit where she had took her butterbeer bottle, smashed it, and held it. <laughs> well. <laughs> so I backed out of it. You can, you, I'll, I'm showing you the evidence. Oh, well, to. yeah, a little scribble oh, wow. through that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I want to hear that story. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. I don't think I was in the right place to write it. <laughs> They are just the worst, exclaimed Justin. (laughs) Really, said Ernie. Never had you down as the type to have a phobia. My father was an explorer and he nearly lost his life because of one biting him. (laughs) Well, said Ernie, you'll never encounter a snake at Hogwarts. That I can tell you. (laughs) So you really have nothing nothing to worry about. Well, maybe I might encounter one in human form, said Justin, smiling. Ernie, who never laughed due to some undisclosed issues, <laughs> said yes. That's very funny, Justin. 
<laughs> it'd been a weird old time for Justin Finch Fletchley. Now entering his second year of Hogwarts, he still felt a bit of an outsider. I could have gone to Eton, you know, he said smugly at breakfast one morning. A pair of passing boys in his years had informed him that due to being in Hufflepuff, he wasn't the brightest, and Eton must be full of inbred upper-class morons, <laughs> benefiting from nepotism rather than actual talents. <laughs> Tom's getting political this week. He's got a He was then informed that he had been absolutely demassed. <laughs> <laughs> he had made good friends with Ernie from his form though and the, the pair enjoyed being the cool guys in Hufflepuff which is a bit like being the light-hearted members of Isis <laughs> just, I'm a Hufflepuff as well but my lads said a beaming voice coming towards them their defence against the dark arts teacher, Gildor Lockhart, clapped them both on the back. Come into little duelling club later. As long as there are no snakes, said Ernie, but his inability to laugh let him down once again. As his, <laughs> his face showed no signs of humour to Lockhart, so Lockhart assumed he was just asking a genuine question. <laughs> no, no snakes, just ones, please, boys. He was mocking me, Professor, said Justin. I have a fear of snakes. Well, there won't be any snakes, said Lockhart defiantly. Definitely. Definitely. And anyway, if there is, I know just how to get rid of them. Just a simple little flick of the wand and they'll be out of here. Anyway, boys, I was wondering if you could help me. I want to buy Professor Sprout a little something-something. <laughs> Normally, my technique with the ladies is flowers, but it certainly is daunting trying to do that with a herbology expert. So, given you are both fine members of Hufflepuff House, I was wondering if you could help. I want to... Uh, Hear the cry of my mandrake if you get my drift. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> what? said Ernie. Well, put it this way, lads. If a boggart turned up right now, he will show uh, a snake for you, he said, pointing at Justin. And a clown for you, he said, pointing at Ernie. How do you know about that? said Ernie. I read your file. No wonder you can't laugh. Anyway. <laughs> a boggart for old Gilderoy Lockhart will show an empty bed with no lady in it. I tried the door of <laughs> Professor McGonagall, but she was very aggressive in turning me down the offer. <laughs> so I thought I'd see if uh, I was in with a shout with the sprout. <laughs> she is already in a relationship with another professor, said Ernie, his poker face remaining so intact. Who? demanded Lockhart. Professor Flitwick. He charmed her. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it. Flitwick? He pulled out of his pocket a little black book and crossed the name off his lift. He stared. I wonder if Professor Trelawney is feeling horned. We best go, Professor. <laughs> See you at the Jordan Club. <laughs> Justin turned to Ernie. Did you just make that up? Well, there has been rumours about Sprout and Flitwick for years. I'm substantiated, though. No, I meant about clowns. No, that's true. My dad was bitten by a clown. <laughs> Justin laughed. <laughs> Until he realised he couldn't tell if Ernie was joking, so he just stopped. Come on, said Ernie. Let's get to Dueling Club. No snakes, yeah, said Justin. If I see one snake, I'll be petrified. <laughs> or clowns, said Ernie. If I see one clown, I'll be very scared. <laughs> and only one of them laughed. <laughs> oh, that Lock was that was fun. That was fun. Lockhart is a gross man. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wonder I haven't touched on him before yet. Yeah, that was interesting. Was I'm, I'm glad. I'm um, glad someone got Dean Mast in it. I really yeah. do enjoy that you call it Dean Mast, even though it's spelled M U S. <laughs> it's shameless. <laughs> I t hey, listen, that's, that's, those, that's what those that's the, two that's, boys... That's the price you've got to pay. <laughs> those two boys, they come up with it. Tom, yeah, Tom doesn't call it that. They call it that. They call oh, it that. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. Tom I just forgot. This is canon. Yeah. This is canon. <laughs> Think of the characters. But uh, yeah, tune in next week for another one of those bad boys. <laughs> Featuring, don't know yet, Tom hasn't written it. I mean, uh, uh, hasn't unearthed the scroll. I haven't selected no, of course. from my vast <laughs> library. <laughs> This week's yeah. quiz is going to involve you guys having a pen and paper. Okay. Done it. I'm Got going... it. I win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pat, do you... Uh, <laughs> which pick a card? Um, okay, guys, so I'm going to ask you both ten questions. Yep, pub okay. quiz style. I don't want you shouting out the answers until the end. Oh, ah, okay. 
Um, okay, so listeners... Do we need to come up with team names? Listeners, feel free to play along uh, at home. Uh, Michael, are you playing along as well? Lovely stuff. Uh, okay, so it's ten questions and then a snitch. The snitch has nothing to do with uh, the rest of the quiz as per usual. <laughs> Absolutely meaningless. We wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, okay, so guys, question one. Name the spell used to decrease the velocity of a moving target. Have a think. Maybe, maybe write, it down, write down a, a reminder for the question and uh, come back to it a little later. Yeah. Okay, guys. Question two. The best friend of Marietta Edgecombe. The best friend of Marietta Edgecombe. Marietta Edgecombe. Okay. Question three. A charm which causes the person upon whom the spell is cast to become contented and happy. Name that charm, kids. These are tough. Mm. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a clue there. Uh, the charm that makes people happy. That's, that's, there's a clue. Can sometimes lead them... Uh, if the charm is very strong, it'll lead them to laughing fits. Uh, question four. Name the American School of Magic. From Fantastic Beasts. Got it. Got it, duh. Uh, okay, question five. Uh, Griff- a Gryffindor Quidditch keeper and captain. Who was the keeper and captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team? All right, question six. Female house elf who once belonged to Bartimus Crouch Sr. and went on to work in the Hogwarts kitchen. I assume we've all got that one, Easy. right? Easy peasy. Okay. Squig. Squig. <laughs> Squib neighbour of the Dursleys. Sorry, let me just ask, are any of these bludgers? No, none of them are bludgers. There are no bludgers this Thank week. <laughs> Okay, question eight. The prison built by Gellart Grindelwald. Oh. That was a, that was a tricky one. That is a toughie. I, I didn't remember it. I had to look it up. Okay, guys. Uh, you got an answer? Mm-hmm. Question nine. This charm causes its target to move downwards. So there's a there's a there's a charm that makes someone go up, the opposite of that. Well, I, know, I know it's tricky, but if you can think of the one that makes people float, yeah, and then the opposite, I can, I can remember it. But it's it's a, if you think of the first half of that spell, and that's just a normal word. What's the opposite of that word? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> do you, do you know what, what's the spell that makes them go up? Levy Corpus. No, the other one. Wingardium Leviosa. No, the other one. <laughs> it begins with an A. <laughs> oh, oh. Ascendio. Right, what's the opposite of that? Anyway, that's the clue. Um, <laughs> that's the clue I've given you all, because I realised that was probably a bit tricky. Um, uh, okay, and final one. Which word or phrase does the first letter of each of the previous nine answers spell? Say again. Which word or phrase does the first letter of each of your answers spell? Um, okay, let's go through the answers. Right, question one was spell used to decrease the velocity of a moving target. Who got the answer? It's something memento, isn't it? With yeah. The, but I I've, can't remember the first word of it. I've got arresto momentum. That is absolutely correct, Patrick. That's one point for you. Uh, okay, question two. Best friend of Marietta Edgecombe. Cho Chang. Correct. Pat, you get that? I put Dawn. No, incorrect. Unlucky. <laughs> I don't even know who she is. Uh, <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> a charm which causes the person upon whom the spell is cast to become contented and happy. Cheering charm. Correct. Tom, Pat, did you get that? Oh, close. I put Chiropicus. No. <laughs> okay, it's 2-1 to Thomas. Uh, four, the American School of Magic. Ilvermorny. Correct. Patrick, Tom, did you get it? I didn't. No. Uh, question five. Gryffindor, Quidditch keeper and captain. Oliver Wood. Oliver Wood. Yeah, okay. That's the first one you both got. Yeah. Uh, six. Female house elf who once belonged to Bartimus Crouch Sr. and went on to work in the Hogwarts kitchen. Winky. 
Winky. Okay, you both got that. Uh, seven, squib neighbour of the Dursleys. Arabella Fig. I just put Mrs. Fig. Uh, I'll give it to you, it's correct, but... It won't work for the... It won't work at the end. Damn it. Uh, question eight, uh, prison built by Gellert Grindelwald. I didn't get Nuremgard. this. Nuremgard. Oh, Thomas. well done. Well I done. didn't get that. Uh, this charm causes its target to move downwards. Descendio. Yeah, I'll put Descendio. Descendio. Well I done, mean... guys. And the last one, which word or phrase does the first letter of each answer it's... spell? Accio wand. Accio wand. Tom, did you get it? I'm getting it. Yeah, but hang on. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but there's one left. Is it wandy? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's question. <laughs> I, mean, I got it as we were saying the answers. Yeah. Accio Wand is the correct answer. Okay, so Pat, you got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of ten. Tom, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of ten. So it's eight, seven to Tom as it stands. But it we matter. have a snitch. But the thing is, we, we, we both got the last one yeah. because we went through the answers. Yeah. But no, but did you not write? Did you, so neither of you wrote it down when we were doing it. No, so that I means didn't... neither of you get that point. Yeah. yeah so, so that means uh, the score is seven six. six. Yeah. Yeah. So neither of you got that last one. No. Um, <laughs> I, I did say that. I said I've been writing it as. Yeah. As we so go. I wasn't paying attention. Right. Um, <laughs> on the day of release, oh. Thursday eighth of November, yeah. two thousand eighteen. How many days old is J.K. Rowling? Oh my god. Days. Days old, sir. Okay. So I would say you'd guess her age and times it by 365. Feel free to use a calculator. Thank you. That's all right, guys. Right, do we have a guess, guys? I have a guess. Michael, I want your guess first. So I went very rounded. I said she must... I think she's about 46. Uh Uh-huh. Times that by 365. Yep. 16,790. Okay. Tom? I thought she was 45, but I thought I'd add a bit more. So I've gone for 16,525. Very close to Michael's answer. Pat, what's your guess? I thought she was 52. Okay. So, I, and then I added some. So I've gone for 19,050. Uh, okay. Well, let me tell you, Patrick, you're only 400 out. Oh! 19,458. She is 53. You were 53? very close. Wow. So well done, Pat. You get yeah. to choose. You got the closest oh, snitch. Lovely stuff. Pick a snitch, mate. There you go. Oh, reverse, reverse scores, is it? Reverse scores. Okay, so... What's the, what is it? What does it say? What does it say? It just says, sorry, Tom, Pat wins. <laughs> <laughs> Not even any points. <laughs> Dismantling. He's taking his microphone apart. Oh, <laughs> you do oh, need sorry. the pop shield for the end of this, Tom. <laughs> Thank you so so much for listening, <laughs> Tom. I'm should, off. Tom, I should say there is a card that says sorry. no. There is not. There <laughs> is. There is a card that says sorry, Pat. Tom wins. I promise you. <laughs> that's glorious. That's a, that's okay, so uh, we'll just say that scores reversed. <laughs> that's uh, just so we have total. <laughs> This. I am so sorry. I got on a National Express coach at half past midnight, having waited in the coach station for two hours with all the sights that Leeds has to offer in that type of an environment. Got off Victoria coach station at half six this morning to come here and deal with that. I'm so absolute crock of. Don't say S. it. S. bomb. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. If you want to come along and On see the live show, please bombshell. do. 18th of November, 4pm at the Bill Murray, Islington. Tickets are £5. You can get them on angelcomedy.co.uk. Thank you so, so much uh, for anyone who has left a review, yes. uh, listened to the show, has yes. added to the Facebook group, or has followed us on Twitter. Um, there's also a YouTube channel. And thank you to anyone who will be getting behind the hashtag FireJoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that remains to be said is that uh, I am Tom Toll. I'm Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. That was morose. <laughs> <laughs>
are you still mad at me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, remember, get in touch via email at aattapod at gmail.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, aattapod cast on YouTube. Yep. Come see us at the Bill Murray. We were, Tom, I hope by then will have forgiven me. Uh, and if, if you want to feel like Tom and be absolutely ruined by one of my bludgers or snitches, you can join in at the quiz, Angel Comedy. Yes, there will be audience participation. Yes. There will be, yes. And even well, if you don't want it. Even if you don't want it, there will be audience participation. Only, no, only, we won't pick on people. If you want to get involved with Harry Potter quiz, if you're the type of person it's, that's it's been screaming consensual. at us, <laughs> if you've been screaming answers at us for riddles or quiz questions, then come Ooh, on down. Let yeah. me know if anyone got that riddle. Yes. yes, do email in. That'd be really interesting. Though, if you Should got have that said one. this in the main show. Yep, mm. I imagine. But That's anyway, why we do this bit. I hope you're enjoying the background music, though. Mm. Quite fun. I like it. But yeah, any any hate mail you want to send, Joe, it's <laughs> at attapod at gmail.com. Curious. Thanks very much for listening, guys. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. The, the ancient scroll <laughs> of Tom's fan fiction universe. Tom's one of the few people that can read the language it's written in. <laughs> yes. There we go. We're in mumble. <laughs> Do you want it or not? <laughs> yes, please, sir.